Welcome to Deadly Departed. The do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication. This show discusses all aspects of afterlife communication, grief and grieving, the paranormal, and of course, parapsychology. There's real stories, scientific discussion, and most of all, real learning from paranormal experts and researchers. Here's your host, author of Deadly Departed, renowned evidential medium and spirit interventionist, Jock Brokers. Guys, welcome to Deadly Departed. This is another episode of Deadly Departed. And I, firstly, I want to apologize for not being on as much as I should have been. I have been very busy, not only with cases, but different projects and different things that are coming up and some announcements that will actually involve you guys. So what are we going to talk about in this episode? Well, in this episode, we're actually going to talk about the need for serious evaluation when you're taking on a case, whether it be haunting, demonic or anything else. And that evaluation comes in a a very serious uh, aspect in terms of your mental acuity, or if, if you like. So when we come right back, we're going to jump into the need for psychological evaluation in cases. God bless. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to jump into this whole aspect of the need for a psychological evaluation. Now, I've, I probably have, on average, in any given month, maybe four or five different cases that come to me, and some with more of a, a serious uh, aspect to it than others. 95% of the time, or even even higher than that, there there is actually nothing serious there. But when there is something questionable then obviously you know myself as as a professional medium as a, a spirit interventionist and working with uh, you know parapsychologists and, and and other paranormal experts we have a need to be very very cautious about what we take on and i have seen relatively regularly a lot of cases that came in where they're convinced that they have uh, demonic oppression or demonic obsession or demonic possession. And there is a great deal of kind of almost like a, a, an excitement or a need about it, you know, when, when there really shouldn't be because it's quite a serious issue. And one of the things that stops people in their tracks is when you start to say this, this, this case actually needs psychological evaluation. We need to bring in a psychiatrist or a psychologist and they need to be able to evaluate that person. Nine times out of ten, most of these people will say they don't need an evaluation and they don't want an evaluation and they're not interested in having that done because they know. 
Now, unfortunately, that's where things get a little bit grey because there is so many people out there claiming that they have a haunting that's, that's, that's going to a demonic possession or an obsession and do not have the history to back it up and they do not have the phenomena to back it up and they think that just a little imbalance in the mind or negative thoughts or bad things is completely oppressive and demonic and it's not. There is a need for anybody who's in this realm to be incredibly professional. One, because you're dealing with families and you're dealing with people that are connected to that potential person or that potential place and so there is an emotional connection there. There is an element of trust that's there as well that, that needs to be built up. You can't just go in there all guns blazing saying that there's there's demons everywhere and anybody who says that there is yes you can give them advice to help them and help them to deal with with potential problems or what it might be or how you would tackle something or how you could give them education on certain aspects but there comes a time when if there is something there that's fairly serious and then you are ready to maybe look a little bit deeper, there has to be a psychological evaluation because anybody, there's a very gray area between psychosis, psychiatric illness and demonic possession obsession. There is, there is basically a pattern, there's an intelligence, there's a pattern and some of this this pattern and some of this intelligence that actually comes through in you know looking at a potential case is out with the realms of science and out with the realms of even psychiatric science and if that is a science i'm not sure but uh, you know psychology and, and psychiatry and a lot of people that are claiming that they are having a psychiatric illness do actually suffer from spirit obsession or or spirit oppression not necessarily demonic by the way and then there's the cases where people are convinced that they are haunted or that they're possessed. And I, I have a kind of little bit of a saying, you know, I, I kind of say that if you think your house is haunted, it might be. If you know your house is haunted, it probably isn't because there's always a scientific explanation to something. And the reason I say if you think it is and it might be is because it's confusing. There's so many different patterns to something there, but there's an intelligence behind it. And so you wouldn't know straight out. Whereas a lot of people, when they, they are absolutely 100% emphatically, yes, this is haunted, you find that there's a window loose or there's something else or there's cobwebs on their cameras or there's, there's so many different explanations for things. And then we come to the people who think that they're actually possessed and they're infested by thousands of demons. And I'm not going to, bl I'm, I'm blaming religion. Actually, I am going to blame religion and some of these uh, evangelical type people that will say that there is, there is so much, so many demons inside of you. You know, there's no proof in this and there's no evidence and, and it's, you know, to, to the contrary. And so anybody who thinks that they are actually oppressed would have to go through a series of tests and a series of studies to be able to have a professional identify if that person seriously is being influenced by a demonic being or a spirit being or is being oppressed in some way. Um, there is a need for anybody to, to that is seriously, you know, to have seriously claiming that they're possessed or the family's claiming they're possessed to have a psychological evaluation not just of them, but also the family connected as well.
So, you know, if, if you're a professional and, and, you know, you're out there and you have people that will come to you and say that they are actually demonically possessed and and you start to kind of believe it and, you know, and you go down the role, the, the realms of, of, of checking everything and then jumping on the bandwagon and you don't have any professional psychological testing or evaluations done, then you're kind of doing yourself a disservice and you're doing them a disservice because 99% of cases are actually explainable. There's very, very little out there that is seriously a diabolical possession. And people who think they are normally aren't. So there is a you need to really consider, guys, when you're out there, there is a need for, in any case, for everyone to be psychologically evaluated. And that's something that I take incredibly seriously. Because you want to be able to identify if there is psychiatric or psychological illness there. Is there a pattern of psychological illness in the family? Is there a pattern of psychosis that's developing here? And you as a medium, is not you're not going to be able to, to, to give those answers, but you can bring in a professional that can. And, and you know, we can, we can, as professionals ourselves in, in mediumship, can actually talk to people and get the background and get the intelligence and, and give them advice and things. But when it comes to something that's maybe serious or maybe needing looked at deeper, you really do need to go and get a professional. You need to have a professional's opinion so that that can be ruled out. And essentially, that's what the Catholic Church does. That's what other organizations do as well. Um, they, there, there is a certain standard operating procedure, SOPs or SOPs, you know, that, that people go through in order to be able to identify if this is a real case or not. So that's just one thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of professional paranormal groups out there that do actually have connections. I know that my connection with the Wisconsin Paranormal Society and, and uh, my good friends, Kevin, Jen, um, they do have professionals on their team as well that, that would be used. And I know of other professionals out there that have connections with psychiatrists and psychologists that they will bring in, as well as mediums, intuitives, etc. So it's important that every case that, that actually comes in that you seriously look at it from a medical, uh, psychiatric and a mental imbalance rather than say illness, a mental imbalance uh, within the person because there could be anything that's wrong. It could be emotions things that they're going through. Also, what I want to say is, and, and this is, and I, I have to be very careful because a lot of people that actually think they're demonically possessed and go out there and, and push it are really attention-seeking and there's a great deal of attention. So you have to look at their whole, um, their background, their life, and as it is now in the present, you know, are, are they lonely? Do they have friends? What is their environment like? Where do they work? There's so many different levels to this that you need to look at because you'll probably find that a great deal of them it's it's there's a great deal of attention seeking there and that's another thing that needs to be like yes you can be jovial yes you can you can be professional and you can connect with them but just remember there's a lot of attention seeking in this paranormal field there's a lot of attention seeking when people are claiming to be diabolically possessed and they're not there is a pattern to diabolical possession. There is an intelligence that is also the same in obsession and oppression uh, before even you get to possession. So be very, very careful. Don't jump on the bandwagon. 
and make sure that you have all your bases covered, you have a relationship with a professional, with a psychologist, with a psychiatrist, someone that you can rely on that can actually help you to evaluate that case. It's important that this is evaluated professionally. If you've got any questions, guys, then, guys, then please get back to me. If you haven't been here before, then welcome and uh, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And if you've got any questions that you want to know about the afterlife or the paranormal or anything else for that matter, then just hit us up messages. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. And uh, I look forward to uh, sharing some uh, more knowledge with those of you out there and also bringing in some very special guests soon who will be chatting with me some more. So have a wonderful evening, guys, wherever you are. And God bless. You've been listening to Deadly Departed with renowned evidential medium and author Jock Brokas. Jock Brokas. If you like what you've heard, make sure to pick up a copy of the Deadly Departed book. Don't forget to share the episodes and send in your questions to us about anything paranormal and the afterlife. Tune in next time to Deadly Departed, the do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication.